Welcome to Indy's Real Estate Gurus. I'm Rick Ritma, your hardworking mortgage guy. And today we're talking to Jason Pearson. Jason's with Carpenter. Uh, you know, I always want to say Carpenter <laughs> Better Homes and Gardens. It's that's Carpenter what it used to be. Realtors. Yeah. And But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about your Porch Fest in Noblesville, Indiana. Correct. Noblesville Front Porch Music Fest on Logan Street. On Logan Street. And you were on you were on the show, and and it was so fascinating. This this I'm very fascinated by the porch fest, and it's like I didn't know about it. Now, and in fairness, I also didn't know Carmel had one. Right. <laughs> so, well, and to your you know, it, it's only year. This is our third year, so it, we we haven't gained full uh, full traction yet. So people are still there's still it's okay that you didn't know about it. Okay, but what a great thing! You know, we're always looking for great things to go do. Oh, absolutely. And uh, one of the things that I'm a big fan of with this is it's not only something to do, it's uh, something free to do. Uh, and it's also uh, a great, it's a great, uh, we're, I, I want to say vendor free as well. So it's just, just come show up and enjoy the day. Yeah, that's, so it's, it's other than food, right? They, food, food, there's food and uh, we'll have food and drink. Okay. So there'll be wine and beer available as well. Well, that seems fair. Yeah. People can pay for that. Yeah. Right. That's that's just a great thing to do. I, I just think it's awesome. So tell us about. I, I, I mean, you you know it inside and out. You mm-hmm. started it. You've been doing it. So tell us about the the festival. You know, how many bands? You know, sure. What's it all about? Uh, so it's we started off two years ago with uh, twelve bands on twelve porches, or no, ten bands on on nine porches, and we grew last year to twelve bands on twelve porches. And uh, one of the things that we noticed was for year one, you just no one uh, was coming to us for. To, hey, can we play in your event? It was I've I had to reach out and, and find. I was becoming a music promoter, uh, you know, and, and <laughs> having to find bands. And and I, I've got some friends that are all uh, musicians and, and and some smaller local bands. And that was very helpful. And the first year we had, um, I would say, most of our bands were very similar in nature. A lot of your seventies, um, eighties cover bands, uh, but they also were whether it was acoustic or one person or three or four people and a drummer, it was a variety, but it was very similar. I like to, I use the story and, and some people, you know, uh, it's some people would have enjoyed this and some, it might've made their skin crawl, but I heard the same Fleetwood Mac song on four porches. Oh, really? But they all played it differently. So you could walk by and you probably wouldn't have noticed, but that was for me and um, my co-producer, that was kind of, um, a springboard into, okay, as we grow this event, let's try and change uh, the, uh, ver- to bring a variety of musicians in. And uh, so this year we're really excited that we are kind of uh, spreading our wings a little bit and getting in a variety of musicians and musical types and, and, and just exposing people to just different flavors of music. So, so what different genres are, are, are represented? So we have... Um, We've got Joy Collins, who is, uh, she does more jazz type uh, okay. music. And then we've got uh, Pork and Beans, who is, um, they're a New Orleans jazz style band. John Gilmore is a singer-songwriter. He does his own, it's more folk music. Uh, he writes all of his own original music. Uh, D-Rock and the Bulletproof Soul is a soul band. And they're, they're, they're high energy, horns, synthesizers, um, and then Sweet Poison Victim is a new band this year, which I'm really excited about. It is, they're, they're styled after a 70s Ghana pop band. So awesome. like, a, like a late 70s pop music that they, they've put out several albums and kind of, kind of well-known throughout the Midwest. Um, 
Then we've got a couple of uh, just hard rock bands. That We've got one that's an all-cover band and one's all original. And then with this year, we're also adding a um, 14, 15-year-old high school kid rock band. Oh, and really? It's, they're really? They're really fun. They bring a lot of energy. Uh, so that's that's another that's another fun uh, fun ad as well. We've also got a high school jazz porch, which last year was a lot of people. It was a, a highlight for them. Um, and we've got a couple of singer songwriters that do a lot of cover music as well. That it's just them with a guitar. Um, and then we've also got um, some bluegrass as well. So and and then we've got a couple of things we're still working on that we don't have nailed down. Our our current wants are. Um, a mariachi band. Uh, we'd like to get a faith-based band. Uh, so we're trying to trying to expose a lot of different, um, just a lot of different variety of, of, of music. I think that's awesome. Uh, one of the names I saw, I don't know if they're actually in it, is Moontown Pickle Stompers. Yes. Okay. I mean, <laughs> they're one. Of, they were the first band booked uh, for the first year, and now they're a staple. All right. What do they? What are they a? They will tell you that they are a pre-war era uh, cover band. So the Hoosier Hot Shots was a a band from the I believe the twenties, okay, twenties uh, and thirties. They had slide whistle and they were comical and they were on a lot of variety shows, um, and and so they do a lot of. They've got an upright bass and a slide guitar and a, a tenor banjo and. Um, tenor guitar and a harmonica and they just have a lot of fun they do they do um they'll do some cab calloway and just lots of lots of fun stuff very very crowd engaging well i i mean i would go just just because of the name there's some of these oh, names sure. I, sure. I mean the moontown pickle stompers i mean the the uh sweet poison victim right <laughs> I don't know how they came up with some of their names, but they are phenomenal. So, and I don't, I, I don't even want to attempt to uh, tell the story of Sweet Poison Victim because I, I'll, I'll butcher it. But if I'm not mistaken, it was a something that there was a drink or something that was called Sweet Poison, and and if oh. and, and if you had too many of them, you were the victim of Sweet Poison. I said something along those lines. Yeah. Well, that that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Now I'm going to have to go look it yeah. up. <laughs> but I know, like, Pork and Beans, every year I get to talk about Pork and Beans being a band. And they are so fun. Uh, they're, they're high. They're, they're, several of the bands are high energy, very crowd engaging, which is, which is really fun. Right. I would think that would be what you'd, what you'd want. So it doesn't cost anything. No. When is it? August 26th. Uh, it, we, we've, so mark your calendars when you when you flip over to january 1 in 2024 just start marking down last saturday of august that's that's what the plan is so august 26th it also coincides with uh we didn't realize this when we planned it uh last saturday of august is national uh play music from your porch day oh is it yeah wow yeah so we thought that was kind of a fun little yeah. uh coincidence yeah that's awesome and it's from 2 to 6 30 2 to 6 30 um and and the way this works this year the reason why we wanted to add more bands, uh, the way it, we've got every band will play a 45-minute set. And we started off with uh, every band playing two sets. So you'd play 45 minutes, and then the next, and so for the next three sets, it would be different bands. And then it would reboot, and you could see every band if you wanted to. Well, we decided that we wanted to bring more music varieties in. And so we have six premier bands that are going to play two sets. And then we're, we're filling in the gaps with 12 other bands so that we'll play one set each. Okay. So every band will get a 45-minute set. Okay. That's, <laughs> that takes a lot of 
figuring out, I'm guessing. So we, Ken and I sit down in September, just a few weeks after the end of the first event, and we start planning the next year's event. And the way, uh, the way we have it scheduled, it's a, it's a really fun, we really enjoy putting it together. The absolute worst part is sitting down and looking at the map of all the porches with the list of bands and trying to map out because you have volume issues, you have proximity issues, and you don't want one band to drown the other band out because that's just going to make a, a more challenging experience for the, for the people that are attending. And so tr- we try to, but um, you know, you're always going to have uh, some, some, some poss- possible concerns. But yeah, mapping it out is is my, my least favorite thing to do. Yeah, I think so. So how does somebody, if, if they're going to go, they don't live right there where they can walk sure. to it, where do they, where do they park? Where- That's a great question because Noblesville is notorious like a lot of uh, small downtowns. There, there's parkings at, at a premium. We have, um, we've had several people that have donated their, their business parking lots. So Church Church Hill Antrim has been um, fantastic in, in donating their lot, which is in the corner of uh, Connor Street and 10th Street, which we start, if you're familiar with downtown Noblesville, Logan Street, start. it'll start at 10th Street and we'll go to 14th Street. Okay. And so right around the corner is Church Churchill and Antrim's uh, parking lot. And then what's called the Farm, which is uh, right along Connor Street as well. Uh, it is right around 14th Street, uh, has donated their parking as well. Uh, that's where I think Northview uh, Christian Church has a satellite church there okay. for anybody if that's a, 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 yeah. a memory marker, or the old Boys and Girls Club is what that parking lot is. And we also have the new government building, which has four floors, which is a it's about two blocks away, but that's free parking as well. And then if you can find any spots, you know, parked along the side streets. Right. And so, so you've got... That sounds like plenty of parking. It's, is all yeah. this on the website? It is. It's all on our website, which is uh, noblesvilleporchfest.com. And you can find out the band list. You can find out the location. We're, well, we're going to be updating a map with the location of all the parking, but also um, what bands are going to be on what porch and at what time. So if you have a band that you really want to see, uh, I know that some of these bands have uh, pretty good followings as well, you'll know where to go. Um, but noblesvilleporchfest.com will also take you to our Instagram page and our Facebook page. Yeah, I, I just, like, that was one of my questions was going to be, because how do you know where everybody's going to be? You have so many right. porches that they're on, and they're playing at the same time. So I'm got, obviously put them farther, far apart. or We try. Yeah, as far <laughs> as you can. We try. Or these two are loud, so we won't do them or whatever. <laughs> There's, you know, not being a, uh, you know, real estate and, and, and education being my, being my background before that, not uh, being a music, uh, uh, you know, being, being a producer of sorts has not been uh, my, my strong suit, but it's been, a, it's been a fun process to learn. Now, do you play music yourself? No, not at all. I am just a lover of music. Uh, okay. I have, I have, I have an, in fact, I'd say a third of these bands are friends of mine. I, I, I'm surrounded by great musicians, and, and uh, they've, they've been a huge, huge help in putting this together. Yeah, I, that, you, you need as much help as you can get, right. and you're seeing it grow. So from the first time to this year, what, how much growth do you, do you, are you expecting to see? So we went from, we, 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 we estimate, we try to estimate on the, on the low side because we don't want to you know, make this sound bigger than it really is, but we think we had 700 people the first year, and we, we conservatively estimate that we had about 4,000 last year. Our hope is to get 8,000 this year. We also do know that with growth, and as the word, as we, as we advertise this more, uh, we feel like there 
might be a cap on how far we can grow this because we don't we don't you know it's a it's one of the benefits of this event is it's intimate i mean you you can you can sit down and and enjoy and there's there and, and like i think i said we we don't want any vendors just because we want you to come and enjoy the day and not have to write anything other than music and hanging out with your friends and making new friends and it's been such a community draw that that is one of the most beautiful things about it is you don't know people, but you're enjoying music together. And um, I kind of wandered there for a second uh, about what I can remember what your first question was. No, no, that was, was. no, you're answering everything. It's, it's very, um, I think like, like the intimacy is, is important. It sounds like. It, yeah, that's what I said. Then that's so that so growing it, we don't want to expand it to another street. We don't want to make it longer. Four and a half blocks to enjoy a variety of music is great. And and one of the things that we want to we, we we like that that it's that it's I don't want to say compact, but it's consolidated. And when you watch a family come and drop their blanket down on the street and they've got they brought their own meal for dinner or for a late lunch. And then when that band ends, they wrap everything up and they go to another porch and they and they settle it down. If you if you make it bigger, you can lose those opportunities. And and we, we don't want anybody to feel like they have to travel and walk an extensive amount of time just to go see a, a particular band. And so growth is important for any event. You know, you want to make it, you want to fine tune it. But we also feel like there might be a ceiling on this event. Uh, and so we're trying to figure out, is that 8,000? Is it 10,000? What, what is that? Yeah, I think you're going to have trouble. Because <laughs> Probably I think it's going to get bigger and bigger. I, I do too. Everything I've seen, I'll just use Carmel as an example. I used to volunteer for the, I, I'm really into cars, if anybody can't tell by watching hmm. a video of me. Um, but I'm very into cars. So they have the um, Artemobilia in Carmel. Hmm. Oh, right. And it started off, and I volunteered for it. It started off pretty small. And... It got so big, I won't even come down. There's too many people. Right. You know, I, I have plenty of opportunities to go look at great cars. And, and you know, so, but it's it's a phenomenal event. But it's it's got, I mean, you, you how do you stop the amount of people from right. coming? That, it's it's very difficult. Right. And that's, and that's the benefit of starting small is you've got room to grow. Uh, and so I think we'll, we'll, that's one of those problems. I think we will uh, we will welcome the challenge eventually, yeah. but uh, and we'll cross that bridge when we get there. What we have to do, but um, and it's one of those things too that maybe it gets to a spot where it just naturally starts to cap itself. Yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah, I'll bet you figure it out, and I'll bet you figure out how to how to expand it and keep the those things that are important right. to you, like the intimacy, things like that. Right now, I know there's food there. Right. Who? who what? I, I I know you. Everything you do there, which I really. I think is really cool is you keep it all local. Right. With year one, we were just trying to provide opportunities for people to have food and, and enjoy music. And we planned it so late that we, I was scrambling that the local restaurants were all, it was, we were coming out of COVID and they were having staffing issues. So we had several restaurants that said, Hey, this is a great idea, but we just can't, we just, we don't have the manpower to do it. So we moved on. I try. I was going to reach out to um, some food trucks, and I, I, I mentioned that we we I went to go talk to a couple of food trucks, and first I called them, and they were well, they're booked out, and this was one of those blessings in disguise. And so then I went down, and I was going to go talk to a food truck, and when I went there, I realized all the generators that were running, uh, two and three generators per truck, and and when you've got 
an acoustic singer, uh, an acoustic guitar and singer, it doesn't take much to drown them out sometimes. Right. And so that reinforced that year two, we really wanted to uh, work hard at getting local restaurants that have food tents available. So uh, this year we have, our goal is to have three, and we have two, two locked in, uh, 9th Street Bistro, uh, which is in downtown Noblesville, and so is um, Debbie's Daughters. 9th Street Bistro is a restaurant uh, that's a fantastic restaurant. And they, they've, they've made uh, grab-and-go food, and they'll sell wine and, and drinks as well. And then Debbie's Daughters is a cafe and bakery. And so they've had, they, last year they had baked goods, and they had, um, I think they called them bougie sliders. They were fantastic uh, uh, little grab-and-go sandwiches. And then they had drinks as well. And then we had Primeval Brewery. Uh, said it was one of the best days that they'd had as a, at, a, at an event. So... This year, we're, we've, we're in conversation with two other restaurants trying to get one more down. So um, we will have one more restaurant from the square uh, in Noblesville serving as well. Was well, there anything that goes better than music and beer? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I think it's and, – and, and also, too, one of the things that we do want to – this is um, – don't be afraid to bring your lawn chairs, and, and if you've got your own little cooler, we're not, I mean, there's, with it being closed off like it is, it's like going to a concert at the park. That's okay. how we kind of tell people, bring, you know, bring your chairs, bring your, bring your blankets. Um, we want you to be comfortable. We want yeah. you to enjoy the show. Yeah, that's going to be one of my questions is, you know, having done this, you've done it, what should somebody, you know, what, what should they know about the event? They bring their own chairs. Bring, you can bring, yeah, bring your own chairs. Um put on your comfortable shoes it is only four blocks but if you want to walk and if you want to see multiple bands you know there's there's going to be some some walking that you're going to want to do and um depending on the weather be prepared for the weather it is a shaded street uh, and this is one of the the you know you don't always know what problems when you have an outdoor event uh, some porches are better shaded than others and some parts of the street are better shaded than others and you'll you we one of the most frustrating things is to see a great band with nobody watching them because it's in the sun. And so we're trying to tackle that problem if it's tense, if it's a misting fan or something. But, um, but yeah, come ready to, uh, to it. I, I think of it like going to those concerts in the park, like it, you know, I know that the gazebo and uh, Clay Terrace, Dylan Park, all of them have their own little free concerts. Yeah. Yeah. And I know for me, I can't handle the sun. I mean, right. I'm pale as can oh, be. Sure. I can't handle it. So I I would still want to watch, but I would have to find some place. Right. And that's, to, to be fair, not to, that, that those are, they're pockets. Yeah. And we're trying to add more porches because year one, there were a handful of people like, oh yeah, use our porch. And there were a handful of people that was like, well, we support the event, but we want to see how this goes. And then last year, we had more people volunteer to step up their porches. And this year, we're going to, we're trying to, move them around to what's the best for the band and best for the fans as well so that everybody has a great experience yeah well it's a beautiful setting oh it I, is i think I, it really is i was just talking with somebody they were asking like uh, why 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 there and they said well, well do you live on logan street and i was like no i, I live one sat one block south of logan street uh i, I just feel that logan street captures and it sound it might sound corny but it's americana it's it's just old school it's just old in my mind, old Indiana. We've got it's a brick-lined street. It's got gorgeous homes that are over a hundred years old, and there are a lot of efforts been going into these homes to um, really just showcase what downtown Noblesville really is like. And 
And so it's a wider street. And when you get the opportunity to block it off, the bands uh, and, and the fans, it, it just, it's to me, some of the pictures are, they could happen from any decade. It's, they're timeless. Yeah. I, I, I know when I, I've, what I've looked at on the website is it, it just seems to me that it, it, if you go to the website, I, I really, really want to communicate is if you go to the website, anybody listening, it's uh, noblesvilleporchfest.com. Mm-hmm. There, you, you really get a really good sense of what this is all about and why you would want to go. Right. I think it's, I think it's a phenomenal idea. Like I said, we're always looking for, for you know, things to do, and it's why I wanted to ha- do this is because I thought, well, you know, I want to get the word out because I, there's a lot of people like me. I want our friends to go. We've talked to several of them. We'll probably all go together you know, because it's just a really cool event. And the other thing that I, I don't know if everybody feels this way, but I've gotten to the feeling like no matter what I do or where I go, everybody has their hand out for money. Mm-hmm. And you aren't doing that. No. Now, I, I, I'll, I'll step sideways for just a second. Uh, it is a completely free event. We've been asked by a great number of people how they can help out. We will have, we, we do have a GoFundMe page, not, not because we need the money, but there are a lot of people that like to help out. And they feel like if they can do something to contribute. So we, will, we do have a GoFundMe. And I, so I want to kind of offset that conversation that it's not an expectation that anybody does anything. Um, but we felt some people just want to give. And so we, we've set that up as an opportunity. So to, to one of your, your, what you were saying made me think about, we've had two complaints over the last two years. First year, we didn't have any restrooms because we didn't know where to put them. It was a, that was a big thing that we didn't, a, kind of an aha moment. Where do you put porta pots when you're using everybody's house? Right. Oh. And yeah. so we have, um, we did find two locations that we put porta pots out last year and we put signs out, but they were like 18 inches off the ground. So if somebody was standing by it, no one could see the signs because the porta pots were off the street. Okay. So there will be restrooms. We have better signage this year that'll be in the middle of the streets, bigger signs that say restrooms. But that was on those restroom signs will be a QR code for to our GoFundMe page. And, and, and it's not that we are anticipating or have any expectation. It's just for the person that really really appreciates giving and and, and wants to to, yeah. to support the event but to oops sorry to your point that is the that that is um i can't i can't emphasize enough and emphasize it enough that we really do um really appreciate not having vendors last year we had in the middle of the event each ken and i both had people come up to us and say i love this event can i do this and and we were like, no. And that's a hard that's a hard thing to tell somebody, no, because well, they said that they they want to support the event, but they also want to do something as well. And we just we just want just enjoy the day. Yeah, and, and to me that makes total sense. And and you know what I was saying is, it's like if I'm on the internet, if I'm a, if I'm on Facebook, everybody has their hand out. Right. Mm, there's always right. something there. There's, there's always there's, something. There's no matter what you you get on your email and there's emails to you trying to sell you something. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's going to benefit you. And here's here. But all they need is your money. Right. It's different than if I go to an event, I, I get a lot of value out of it. And and then I would want some way to support the event, because if I support the event, it gets better. Right. And and what we've done 
to 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 that point our fundraising we don't we operate uh at almost a zero balance we we fundraise like we set our budget and we fundraise to get to that budget uh, we don't we're not trying to operate with there's it's it's all and really w- what we're paying for uh we've increased how much we pay our our musicians and and advertising and signs i mean that's really that's that's our budget for the most part um and so if you give to that GoFundMe, it's going to it, it it helps offset the cost for the musicians to give them more money, and it sets us up for next year because a lot of them. I know I knew nothing about booking a band, and so I just started calling bands and saying, "This is what we can pay you." I didn't I didn't know I was supposed to ask how much do you charge, <laughs> and, and 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 so several of them were very honest and said. We really like the sound of this event, and this is your first year. They they did it for a, for a pay cut. Like they said, well, you know, we, we 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 don't get to the north side of Indianapolis very often, so we would love to participate in this event. And then when they came back for year two, it was the same thing. It's like they called me and said, we had a great time at your event, even though I knew they took a pay cut and they knew they were taking a pay cut in year two. So now in year three, we've increased our budget to help. Um, pay our musicians more because we've learned a little bit along the way but in that regard but it's great for them and you have to have the money you know it's it's such a great event i can see why people when they go they want to they want to right you know that it's it's i don't know i i just think that they're i somebody who just gives you an opportunity but doesn't bug you for money is Mm -hmm. different than somebody who right you know they're they're and and you know like you said you wanted to at some point maybe you put um you know, something to cover you and keep the sun out in the areas. Right. Okay. Well, that costs money. Right. Right. And that's what we want. That's and that's where when, whenever we find a need, we're like, OK, where, where, where can we where can we go get some more more money for this? And I got to tell you a real quick story, because one of the bands, um, they have not been together a year yet. They put they put the band together solely to be in the Front Porch Music Fest for year three. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they've done a few. They've done a few local gigs, and they've done uh, they've done a few things. But they one of them told me he's like uh, somebody told me he's like, well, you know why they why they got together, right? And I was like, no. And he said, so when I sent the, the ask, I was like, hey, we've got a porch for you. Would you like to put your band in it? I don't think I had hit send, <laughs> and I'd already had a reply back. <laughs> We're in. So, <laughs> well, they obviously see the that it's a fun thing to do. Right. They see the value in it. Right. And and so, I mean, I think it's it sounds like it's great for everybody. The bands love it. The the fans love it. Everybody right. loves it. We had an offshoot this year. Um, uh, we did a spring concert series that rotated. Instead of being on Logan Street, it was everywhere but Logan Street. We had, I think, four con- three concerts, four concerts. And we had two bands at each house. And um, then and all of them had participated in the event. So it was kind of... Um, showcasing a few bands uh, and, and letting other people that wanted to kind of do that, that wanted to help out and support, but they had it at their house because uh, around Noblesville. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So just somebody wants to find out more sure. about the event. What is the best way? The best way is to go to noblesvillepoorchfest.com. And from there, we have uh, information about the bands. We'll have information about the parking. We will have a map with all the locations up soon. Um, You'll be able to see, and right now I think we we have uh, 17 bands. I've got to do, we had a band that had to back out, uh, and we're looking at adding more. Uh, you'll find um, 
our information on our social media. So if you are on, on Facebook or Instagram, we are um, working at um, really improving our, our social media presence as well because we know that's where everybody lives th- these right. days. Not everybody goes to, to the web, to the, inter- to the Internet as often as they used to, but that's where you can get most of the information or all the information. Uh, and then if you want to really follow us for, for updates, um, you can follow us on our Instagram account and uh, – and, and our Facebook page. Yeah, and that makes sense because you're going to put out more information, mm-hmm. show people where to park, right? You know where the bands are going to be, which it's a lot easier if you know exactly what's going on to right. Like where what bands you want to go to probably also depends on where you want to park. <laughs> We've also found that some of these bands have uh, because of uh, well both two it goes both ways because of uh, Porch Fest people have started following bands when they hear that there are other locations, but also. People that already know these bands are coming to Porch Fest to see some of these bands yeah, as well. I would think so. My my son, when they got married, they had they there was a band here in town they love, and that's who they had because they had sure. heard them at, at some festival or right. something. Um, so it starts at two o'clock, goes to six thirty. Correct. August twenty sixth. August twenty sixth. Um, one other thing too, if you stay till six thirty, there'll be a parade march from the Porch Fest to Primeval. Uh, one one other thing I, I, I want to emphasize, the reason we timed it from 2 to 6.30 is that it's between lunch and dinner, that we've got great restaurants okay. on the yes. square. So go to lunch, come and see us afterwards, or stay till 6.30, be a part of the march, and go have dinner on the square as well. Because not all the, not all the restaurants are going to be able to participate because we don't want to flood it with food. We want to really... You know, we want we want you to, to we want the, the ones that do participate. We want them to to be um, we don't want them to overcook or anything. Right. Over prepare. And so uh, six thirty is a good time for for then everybody go have some drinks and dinner uh, on the square. I thought for sure you said stay till six thirty because then you can help clean up. No. I was sure that's what you were going to say. <laughs> no, no, no. That's uh, there's not much cleanup. The bands kind of take care of the take care of themselves. And I'm sure you're there the whole time, right? Uh, I racked up. Uh, I walked four and a half blocks, totaling uh, eight and a half miles. Wow, that's a lot of walking. Just you want to make sure that how many steps okay. is that? I have no idea. <laughs> All I know is I was, I was, uh, I was. I don't know if I, I was pretty tired at dinner. I bet you were. So, um, do, should they get there earlier than two, or is it two when you get there? At two, two. The bands start playing. There'll be four bands playing at two. There'll be okay. no more than four bands playing at a time. So okay. uh, that way, the, plenty of opportunity to get there. Uh, but but um, we're trying to uh, do things a little differently where we're front-loading uh, some great bands at the beginning that are going to be a big draw and then some great bands at the end to keep everybody there. Okay. So you don't want to arrive at two if you want to see one of the first four bands. Yeah. You want to get there a little early. Right. So you you want to get there. Yeah, the, the music starts at two. Okay. Take your chairs. Take your chairs. Take so you might blankets. want to be there a little, a few minutes early to get set up and ready to go. Yeah. Right. Okay. Perfect. And if anybody has any real estate needs, you'll be oh, there. They can absolutely. find you. Right. That's right. Yeah. I will be there for any real estate it's needs. Jason Pearson with Carpenter Realtors. That's correct. And what's the best way for them to get a hold of you for real estate? Uh, my phone number is three one seven two eight nine three nine eight six. Call, text. Uh, you can email me as well at jppearson at callcarpenter.com. Awesome. And you can get a hold of Ian or I at hardworkingmortgageguys.com. That's hardworkingmortgageguys.com or 317-672-1938. That's 317-672-1938. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day.
Branch NMLS number 33041. Rick Ritmus NMLS number 664589. Ian Arnold's NMLS number is 1995469. Equal housing opportunity. Some restrictions apply.